This is the My Sister Said podcast, and I'm your host, Uche Amaneke. If you know me from my YouTube channel, you know that I'm all about that active faith life. But I also know trusting God with your Sunday through Saturday and your eternity, it takes practice. So in this podcast, I am diving deeper. We are going to be talking about everything from spiritual abuse to a biblical view on twerking. Yes, our faith is not just religion, it's real life. This is what community looks like, people. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Um, This is Uche. And this is kind of a random, super random podcast episode, but I finally got a chance to read my Bible. I've been struggling with that this and for like the last three weeks. Um, anyways, it's kind of a tangent, but um, I was reading Mark 8, verse 31, um, 31 through 37. And um, reading this verse really just like made my ears perk up. Because um, when I was struggling with uh, dealing with my church, and um, wh- whether to call them out or how to call them out, what to say, am I saying this correctly? Am I being an instigator? All these questions were through my mind. And I felt in some instances that I was being manipulated by some, some of my friends just to kind of keep the peace. A lot of people were suggesting that I leave and that I am saying things the wrong way and have struggled with how to, you know, I, I was struggling for a long time. When is it a good time to, you know, stop being friends with people or to rebuke friends who I've never wanted to judge anyone for not calling out the elders when they lie on Instagram or calling them out um, in any kind of way publicly. That's one thing that would always get me upset is when someone would come to me and say, you're doing this the wrong way. Why are you calling them out like this? This is a vendetta that you have against them. Um, And it would always make me the most angry because I'm like, I don't judge you for your silence. I don't judge you for how you're not doing anything. How are you coming to me, judging me on how I am doing something publicly? And I've had to tell my friends a couple of times, like I've listened to them. So like, okay, am I causing trouble? Am I disrupting peace? All these things have been going through my mind a lot. And I've had friends that are just like, you don't seem like you respect them. You just say all these things. And some of them are, you know, they're mean and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, like, tell me that what I'm saying is untrue. Tell me that I'm lying about my elders. Tell me that I'm lying about what the leadership of my church is doing. But whenever someone tells me I don't like what you're doing, I don't like how you're doing it, I'm, I get to a point where that's none of my business. And I feel like I'm very much taking a page out of Jesus's book when I've had to tell my friends, I love you, but mind your own business. You're scared this is going to make me look bad. I've had a couple friends tell me like you're concentrating too much on calling them out, too much on calling out my elders' racism and their white supremacy. You're focusing too much on it. Like I want you to focus on other things. Have you looked for a job? Have you, you know, are you dating? Like, and I'm just like, stop talking to me. Stop trying to get me to fear things in this life. I will die, and it won't matter if I have a job or if I'm married. If I'm married, it won't ma- matter. But like, stop trying to let make me sacrifice my obedience for what? A future that's not even guaranteed. I've had these issues with some of my close friends too, but reading this Mark 8 um, was really revealing 
a lot of people read uh, this verse and it's uh, that's Jesus speaking. He says, what good is it for a man to gain the whole world but lose his soul, right? But let me read this in context because it's really important. He is not, this is just not something he's just saying out of the blue. This is a response to one of his disciples, uh, Peter, basically rebuking him for um, for kind of um, accepting the disorder and the um, punishment for speaking out against the Pharisees and the elders, which is like really awesome, but kind of scary, but still very interesting um, because it's feels very like what I've been going through with my church and some of my friends. <clears throat> okay. Let me read this verse to you. So um, this is Mark, um, Mark 8, verse 31, and I'm going to go all the way to actually 9, verse um, 1, okay? So Jesus, the title of this section says, Jesus predicts his death. Then he began to teach to them, that the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and after three days rise again. He spoke plainly about this, this, and Peter took him to the side and began to rebuke him. But when Jesus turned and looked at his disciples, he rebuked Peter Get behind me, Satan, he said. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. Then he called, to, called the crowd to him, along with his disciples, and said, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever wants to lose his life for me and for the gospel will save it. What, and this is that, you know, of course, that usually quoted verse. What good is it for a man to gain the whole world, yet forfeit his soul? What can a man give in exchange for his soul? If anyone is ashamed of me in my words, in this adulterous and sinful generation, the son of man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his father's glory with the holy angels. And he said to them, I tell you the truth. Some who are standing here will not taste the taste death before they see the kingdom of God come with power. So as I read that verse this morning, I'm like just recording it after reading it. I am just, I don't know if it's making any sense. I actually honestly don't really care that much, but I've had so many friends that are so scared, I don't know, for me. Or something, I'm just like, you have your priorities way mixed up. I remember posting this, um, posting something on Instagram um, on my stories. Because <clears throat> some of my friends have been talking to me like, oh, like, you're focused on this too much. You know, you have a vendetta, blah, blah, blah. I talk about it all. Talk about, you know, unbiblical, unbiblical teaching from my church all the time. And, and I had to post this on my Instagram. I was like, if anyone, if any of my friends that I love so much thinks that I should stop focusing on this, wants me to stop. And I ask them, I'll ask you, I have one question for you, my friends that I love. What are you using your, what are you using your Instagram for? Is it to further God's kingdom? Is it to help um, sanctify, you know, members of Christ's body? And if the answer is no, 
I love you, but you need to mind your own business. Um, because I have, I had people, friends of mine that were just like, you know, posting about their, you know, their cats or posting about their husbands or posting about their businesses or what, you know, cute little food posts and stuff. And I, but I had taken like three or four weeks off of Instagram, um, from posting about my church or posting about the hypocrisy that I was seeing. And I taken this time off and I realized that the whole time I took off Instagram, None of my friends who had asked me to take off, to, you know, take a step back and to rest, none of them were posting about things that my pastors were doing incorrectly or, you know, scripture of edifying people or sanctifying people's lives. None of them were talking about racism in the church, white supremacy in the church, and how it's unbiblical or prejudice or whatever. And I'm just sitting there like, so you want, you don't want me to do this. You want me to stop. But you're not doing anything either. So, so no one is talking about this. I'm just like, are you just more concerned with just being uncomfortable or not hearing about this? I'm so confused. It's like, if I'm not going to do it, if I'm not doing it and you're not doing it, then no one's doing it. And, and if that's comfortable for you, I think you are so focused, too much focused on your comfort than you are about spreading the truth. And it kind of disgusted me for a second. So I was just like, as much as I love you, friends, shut up. Because I'm not going to do the same job that you're doing. And this, the job that you're doing is nothing. And so I have literally no chill for that type of behavior anymore. And I'm really glad I don't. Um, so <laughs> this is just kind of my random thought this morning after finally getting a chance to read my Bible. And I, I probably will re-record this in front of a camera because I really want to make sure it's accessible, but I only want to get these thoughts down and posted. So yeah, thank you for listening to me and my rambling. And uh, I miss you so much already. I'll talk to you later. Hey, Miami, you know what I mean?